Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or anything that can affect our health, vitality, and longevity. This month, we're doing the deeper dive into conditions of autoimmunity. You've all heard of these diseases. They're pretty common. The list is growing bigger every year with many more diseases being recategorized as autoimmune. The rates are climbing and we need to know about them all. The American Autoimmune Association states there are more than 100 different autoimmune diseases or autoimmune-like diseases. And when you get one, you are at much greater risk of developing others because the system is confused. Common immune order, autoimmune order disorder diseases like celiac, not non-celiac gluten sensitive, but celiac disease, which we think of as a gut disorder, but it is much more than that. Dermatomyositis, even fibromyalgia is starting to be looked at as an autoimmune-like disease. Graves' disease, Hashimoto thyroiditis, the most common cause of low thyroid function. Uh, Interstitial cystitis, bladder inflammation. Multiple sclerosis, pernicious anemia, B12 deficiency, rheumatoid arthritis, Sjogren's syndrome, lupus, type 1 diabetes. We all know people who've suffered from these. Sometimes we know them very well. This month, first you learned that it's your genetics that determine you developing an autoimmune disease. You learned it's epigenetics, your diet and lifestyle that determines your expression of genes that determined your health, vitality, and longevity. Secondly, you learned that autoimmune conditions can often be improved, often reversed, silenced by diet and lifestyle. So instead of autoimmune disease, you're being just written off something beyond your control, you now can play a big part in your future health. Then last week, we talked about daily stress, modern major life event stress, and even remote childhood stress that can set us up for autoimmune disease. We also learned about daily habits and useful techniques to rewire our body to get out of the fight or flight response and be more in the resting and digesting parasympathetic response where the immune system thrives. Okay, it's all about making changes in our daily choices that can rewrite our health. I think that's so powerful, wonderful. Research supports that most autoimmune conditions are results of epigenetics and often just knowing how important these foundational principles are, you can begin to transform your health with simple choices you make every day. Like I say, 21st century disease requires 21st century medicine. We need a holistic approach that totally flips the perspective from helpless, suffering, to empowered and taking on the fight against autoimmunity. So this week, we are talking toxins and autoimmunity. Toxins are everywhere these days. You know, 100 years has seen just an explosion of artificial chemicals, chemical concoctions that, you know, we're talking about 
other things too, like infections. Those are toxins and they're byproducts. We're going to be talking about environmental toxins that weaken our immune system. And finally, we're going to talk about optimizing our immune system. So first of all, let's talk immune system infections. You know, our immune system is designed to normally protect us against bacteria and toxins and viruses, even cancer cells, anything that doesn't belong in the body and can cause harm. Body been really good at understanding friend from foe before we started confusing it. Toxins confuse the body and proper immune response. Autoimmune disease is growing exponentially since we started confusing it. And to tackle toxins, we have to backtrack a little and underscore the importance of diet to heal the gut. Because when it becomes permeable, those toxins and bacteria do not get eliminated. They keep recirculating so the liver and the kidneys see the same old toxins again and again. So levels are going higher and that's affecting everything. So number one strategy is to avoid. Number two strategy is to heal the leaky gut with the the elimination diet. You can go back to my other webinars and other shows where I go in depth about the elimination diet. Something as simple as that is not regarded as foundational to health. We can just eat anything called food and be fine. But fast food is not real food. We call it Franken food, fake food, junk food. Why would we want to eat that and expect the best? All sorts of toxins. Maybe your body just needs help fighting a stealth infection in your tooth or in your sinuses. That's huge. And in your lungs or even in your gut, it can be anywhere. When you've got an infection, it can be Lyme disease, that is going to often precede an autoimmune or an autoimmunity. It opens the door to infection. So it's, it's one, it's the chicken and the egg. Any infection can make a bad situation worse, stressing an overworked immune system and exacerbating or perpetuating autoimmune conditions. Infections create toxins that need to be cleaned out. And when you have one infection, it actually opens the door for other infections or dormant viruses to reappear. Lyme's disease, Epstein-Barr, there's a lot of these that even shingles, the old chickenpox one. When the, auto, when the immune system is functioning properly, you're going to be resilient against infections like the common cold. But like I say, when one gets in, the door opens up for others to appear or reappear, and that burdens the immune system even more. So it makes us more prone to autoimmune dysfunction. Okay? So one important theory that it belongs here and you need to know about it. Uh, it goes like this. In autoimmune disease, there may be organisms like a bacteria or a virus or a substance. So an organism or a substance. It can be a drug or a toxin. And these can trigger changes that confuse the immune system through a concept known as molecular mimicry. So what is molecular mimicry? Some substance, you know, the organism or the toxin or the drug or whatever, it has a similar structure 
to a tissue in our body, a joint, a gland. So when the body targets that substance, it's actually targeting its own tissues, not knowing it's itself. In the journal Cellular and Molecular Immunology, volume 15, page 586, it states, molecular mimicry is the leading mechanism by which infectious or chemical agents may induce cause autoimmunity. That's huge. So much research is going on, but for us, the bottom line is you just got to remove infections and toxins, any and all, so the body can be more resilient. It can be an infection, it can be an environmental toxin, and you know, if this is an area of concern you should know about also is something called vaccine adjuvants. A-D-J-U-V-A-N-T-S. Look it up, adjuvants. Attention is rarely drawn to this significant environmental factor. These substances added to the vaccines so the body will respond aggressively because they're perceived as a serious threat. Okay, so the body thinks these are really bad, so they go after it, but what are they going to do with it? Aluminum is one of them, and we're not good at eliminating aluminum, you know, and that is added to just about every vaccine. But so is squalene. Squalene is highly associated with the Gulf War syndrome. It is an adjuvant. So, you know, there's a lot of things, an important concept that's really being deeply questioned, perhaps the most important contribution to modern medicine, yeah, but it also is potentially the induction of autoimmunity due to this Cree, this cross-reactivity or molecular mimicry. You know, and children anymore are given dozens and dozens of vaccinations before they grow up. And that's what's being recommended today. Something we need to be aware of. Not going to say Yes, no, or anything, but you need to be aware of it and educated. So, you know, autoimmunity is, is, is on the rise. So other common toxins we need to be aware of, exposure to radiation, excess sun, and other forms. Cigarette smoking, of course, any tobacco product, excess alcohol consumption, keep it to three, four max a week, anything in our air, water, food, household chemicals, cosmetics should be checked out, ewg.org, Environmental Working Group. Group. They also have Skin Deep. So ewg.org, educate yourself. There's also organophosphates, herbicides, pesticides, plastics like phthalates and BPA and all the BPs, any plastic, heavy metals, preservatives, dyes that act like endocrine disruptors, we have carcinogenic, obesogenic, and now dementogenic compounds that are confusing your body every minute of the day. So how do you make yourself more resist- resistant and resilient? You know, it can be tempting to think that just eliminating the infections are going to resolve the autoimmune condition. But, you know, what was the underlying reason that the immune system wasn't able to fight off the infection first, okay? Specific nutrients, you know, you've, you've got to be nutritionally sound or you're setting yourself up to overtax your immune system. So, you know, supplements that have a huge benefit, the curcumin, 
The extract of turmeric, BCM95, fish oil is wonderful. We're deficient in B12. Also, vitamin C, known as ascorbic acid. There are like 148 current studies that show that they alleviate and prevent infections, viruses. Vitamin D3, oh my goodness, you know, that modulates the immune system, protects the immune system. Oh gosh, they are closely associated to so many autoimmune conditions like multiple sclerosis. So vitamin D levels, you need to have somewhere around 60. Get checked so you know. But D3, you also need vitamin K2 to make sure that calcium goes to the right place, like your bones, not the wrong place, like your arteries. Zinc, really important. We sure have learned that this year. You know, at least 30 milligrams around that a day. Probiotics, there are certain strains that are really good. And water helps flush things out. Certain medications used to treat different diseases can actually cause mineral deficiencies and hinder vitamin and mineral deficiencies. So, you know, one of the things, you know, let's just pick cholesterol. That's a that's a real common one. For cholesterol medications, the common following deficiencies can occur. Vitamins A, B2, B6, B12, D, E, K, folate, beta carotene, iron, and COQ10. Um, anti-inflammatory meds, vitamin A, C, D, B12, folic acid, potassium, iron, magnesium, and zinc. Heartburn medication, vitamin D, B12, folate, beta carotene, calcium, iron, zinc, and a whole bunch more. You know, that's just an idea. You know, you need to know when you are taking some essential medications that it can be causing deficiencies. General guidelines, be sure, you know, check with your doctor. Um, there are some tests we can do to see what nutrients you may be lacking. Bottom line, supplement wisely, eat organic, purify your air and water, and use toxin-free household cleaners and cosmetics. Something else you might want to consider is dipping into ketosis periodically. Ketogenic diet is associated to lower inflammation, reduced resistance to insulin, improved brain function, and also detoxifying from heavy metals. Removing processed foods, um, eating colorful vegetables, you know, doing the AIP diet that I talked about last week and learning to overcome stress with active stress management, clearing out the toxins are important things you can do every day to help restore your health. Next week, I'm going to recap my comprehensive webinar on autoimmunity and why we need to take a holistic approach to testing and potentially reversing this epidemic disease before it's too late. Thanks for listening. I hope you learned something that will help you or someone you love. As always, if you want to listen to this again, you can go to my website, debford.com. And on social this month, I'm doing a lot of education and there's going to be an email series and the in-depth webinar, all sorts of ways that are going to help you get the health you deserve. All right? Fabulous. Have a great day.